My name's Steven. Many of you guys know me. Uh, I'm going into senior year here. And today's lesson, we're going to be talking about discipline in our walk with faith, or in our walk with God. And I want this lesson not just, not just to be like another Sunday where it's like you come in, you don't really pay attention, and you walk out. And I know that's really easy for a lot of us. So I want you guys to put away any distractions, anything that might be uh, might be tempting you to distract yourself from uh, listening to what um, I have to say. And that might be your phone or just the friend next to you. But just try and stay focused and really listen to what um, uh, the Bible has to say about discipline in our walk with faith, in our walk with God. I'm going to pray before we get started. Uh, dear God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you that we could all uh, come here today. I just pray that we will really listen to what you have to say and that we will um, just go out um, after today and we will try and make changes to our life. And I just thank you that we could all come here today. And I just pray that you will give me the words to speak and that everything that comes out of my mouth will be from you. Amen. So the main passage for today's lesson is 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Uh, this says, Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things they do. They do it to receive perish a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So we see here that it says, um, basically in life we should be disciplined in all things we do. And since we are all in this race together, since we are all living uh, together, are we, are we living our life to pursue a perishable uh, wreath? Are we doing it to pursue something that will eventually fade away? Or are we living our life as to pursue something imperishable, which is eternal life with God? So ask yourself that. What drives most of what you do? Are you chasing after some, something that will perish? Are you chasing after something like popularity or, or, or looks or something else? Are you chasing after God and chasing after honoring Him and what He wants? And that can be, that can be really hard uh, hard to do. It can be really hard to chase after God in every, in every part of your life. And that's the thing. So it's not easy. It's easy to forget about God, and it's easy to let life's fast pace uh, cause us um, to have him fade away into the background. It's easy to go about my day and do everything I want to do, and then when it comes nighttime, I'm like, oh, I didn't read my Bible. I, did, I forgot to pray. I forgot to live out my life for God. But I'm too tired. I'll do it tomorrow. It's, and that's something all of us struggle with. And I'd be lying if I stood here and I've told you I've always been devoted to God and I've never fallen away from God. I'd be lying if I said I've never doubted God. If I said I never sinned knowing it was a sin. If I said I've never been too lazy to read the Bible. If I said I've never yelled at God. If I said I've never questioned God's plan. I'd be lying if I stood here and said I've never ran and tried to get away, as far away from God as I possibly could. And so would all of us. We all 
on the daily, no matter how good of a Christian we think we are, we run from God. We do these sins that we, we just constantly fall back into. We, do, we know it's a sin, and yet we still do it because it's whatever. I can, I can ask God for forgiveness after this. I just want to gratify the desires of my flesh right now. But the thing is, Romans 5, 8, and I heard this the other day, and it, and it really hit me. Romans 5, 8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. While we are still sinners, while we are still running from him, while I was still denying Christ, he died for me. While I was still running from him, he died for me. Even when I was questioning him, he died for me. Even when I wouldn't give him my time, he died for me. While I was still a sinner, Christ died for me. And he died for all of you as you constantly run from him, as you constantly do what your flesh wants. He still died for you while you were still a sinner. And I, and I think that's, that's the crazy thing, though. Like, as we still do what our flesh wants, he, he died for us, knowing that we would, we would rebuke him, we would um, deny him in front of all our, all our friends, we would not follow him when it's not easy, but he still died for us. We have hard times paying attention for like 20 minutes to a lesson when we, we have a hard time paying attention to the sermon and sitting still and, and not put, like being on our phone. And yet he died for us knowing that we would struggle to do those things. And the scary thing is the Bible talks about this behavior. It talks about that kind of being a Christian, like coming on Sunday, but not really paying attention, not really. It talks about that. It says in Revelations 3, 15 through 16, Jesus, Jesus says, Jesus says this. He says, I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. That's exactly how many of us act. And it's like we, we, we're neither on fire for God, yet we're like still kind of in the door. We're like on the fence. So are you, are you sitting on the fence right now? Are you fine with not progressing in your faith? Are you like lukewarm water where it's just, you're neither on fire for God, but you're, you're kind of like in the door? And it says, Jesus says, I will spit you out of my mouth. He, because we are neither hot nor cold. And then Matthew seven twenty two through 23, Jesus says, on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me. Who, get away from me, you who break the law. So, I mean, right there it says, many, many of us think, many of us think that just because we, we come on Sunday or just because we, we go on this missions trip and we do all these great things in the, in the Lord's name, we, we think that we, that is what it means to be a Christian. Um, but 
I mean, clearly right there we see that these people thought they were Christians. They did things in God's name. They, they cast out demons. They prophesied. And yet, the Lord says he never knew them. So, I'm going to answer that question in a couple of minutes. But, but just think about that. Like, is your faith genuine? Or are you doing it just because the people around you are doing it? And, and so, I share these verses not to scare you guys into honoring the Lord, but because I want you to understand that there are consequences to living a lukewarm and unfruitful life. And because of our sin nature, it's so easy. It's, it's so easy. Our, our flesh, we, we, those are the things we want to do because we're sinful. And it's easy to find excuses on why we didn't read the Bible today or why we treated that person like that or why we did this or why we did that. It's, it's, it's easy. And that's the thing. Satan wants it to be easy. He, he wants you to not read the Bible and he wants you to not really feel that guilty about it. He wants you to come into church on Sunday and think you're all, you're all put together and you're all, you're such a good Christian. He, like, he wants you to think that because then it's not going to stop you from not doing it later throughout the week and actually living it out. And so in Matthew seven twenty two through 23, we see it's not based on the things we do, whether we go to, to heaven with God. So we, see, we saw that the people prophesied and cast out demons in the Lord's name. Yet the Lord said he never knew them. And this is because they didn't have genuine belief in the Lord. They more so, they more so trusted in their own works and not in the Lord. And just like, just like that, many of us trust that going to church on Sunday and going to youth group on Wednesday is enough God for us in a week. We think that praying before meals and, and is all the praying we need in our life. And we're doing the, the bare minimum as Christians. And we miss out on the faith aspect of Christianity. And we miss out on the joy aspect. Faith doesn't have to be a, a something boring that you do on Sunday. Something, something you, your parents make you do. Like, that doesn't have... It, faith, when you truly get down to it, that is... Um, a relationship with God is where you get your true joy from. So we have faith in our attendance to church, yet we lack an attentiveness to God. We have faith that, the, that going to church and, and going through the motions as a, as a Christian is what, is what saves us, yet we lack an attentiveness to God. We lack actually wanting to know God and see who he is and like get to know who he actually is. And so we forget that true joy comes from the Lord and serving God and spending time with him. This isn't something we should dread, but it's the only thing that will bring lasting joy to us. So here's the, here's the challenge that I want to challenge you guys all to. Um, as, as we go out this week, I want, you to, I want you to go all in for God. And that sounds, and people have told you that before, like go on all in for God, like or something that might happen after a mission trip, like you get that mission trip high and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go live my life like for God and everything. But this week, and it's a perfect week, it's VBS. You're going to be in the church every day if for many of you. But even if you're not, I want you, to, I want you to go all out for God. I want you to do that thing that you've been putting off, whether that's like, oh, I'll read that book of the Bible later. I want you to do that this week. 
I want you to pray for those people that you've been struggling with. And I want you to do that like constantly. We're told to pray without ceasing and be in a constant state of, of just glorifying God and praising God. So I want you to read the Bible and, and, and really get to know who God is. And you'll realize it's more, he's more than just some boring person you learn about. Like, he, like you will, I can, I can promise you that after this week, if you do it, if you, if you really go all out for God, I can promise you that you, you will have a joy that cannot be taken away based on your circumstances. You will have a joy that won't just be on, won't just be based on whether your life is going good, whether your friends like you, whether you're, you're whatever, whether you're doing good in your sport, you will have a joy that goes beyond circumstances, beyond your trials of your life. If you go all out for God this week, you will, you, it, you'll see a difference. And I want to, I want you guys to really just push that, like, see, like, what does that actually mean for me to live for God this week? And I think that's something that I've been trying to do recently. I've been trying to, we always, we always talk about in church, like, it's, it's always, we always talk about the sin and, and, oh, don't do this and don't do that. And yet we forget that we need to replace that with something. We need to, like, if, if I'm sinning, we need to do the opposite of it. So if I'm hating on someone and I, I can't get over this person, like, I just can't, like, this person has been so mean to me. I need to replace that with love for them. I need to, I need to do my best to love that person. And so this week, as you see yourself struggling with these certain things, struggling with this person being super annoying, I don't, I don't care how annoying they, were, they are. Like, Jesus would love them. And so we got to love that person. I don't, know, I don't know. You might be struggling with being jealous of somebody around you. That person's got the best clothing or they, they got that new game. Like, whatever it is, I need, we need to um, just get rid of that jealousy, and we need to just thank God for what we have. And so this week, do your best for that, and let me know how that goes, because I'm interested. And, and, I'm, and you will get real joy from that. And yeah, that's kind of all I have to say.